Welcome to the Progressive Unity Podcast on a chilly Wednesday evening while the rest of the country is basking in 25 degrees here in Wigan we've got a measly nine anyway uh, it was quite hot last night though regardless of what temperature was uh, a feisty game down at the New Den so we'll be looking back at the Fulham game from Friday uh, the game from uh, last night and the consequences of that also perhaps a little bit of discussion around some incidents and discussion around the fact that Rotherham may be getting docked some points it won't matter to us of course and then we're going to have a, a look forward to if we can call it that but we'll look ahead then to the Brighton game and uh, that's it. that'll about wrap the evening off nicely Gareth won't it it will indeed yeah so on Friday Gareth we, we travelled over to Fulham didn't we and uh, we uh, we, we played Fulham and then last night we travelled down to Millwall we've got the stats in front of us there Gareth I can see you've got them with you um, the possession stats are they similar or what from both games and we'll do both games together I mean obviously these are the first two games on the Colwell aren't they so yes the first two games on the Colwell and possession we had 62% against Fulham they obviously had 38 and against Millwall we managed 66 possession so speaks volumes that demand yeah. the possession yeah so it's, if we're going back to the uh, at least talks, he's not saying we're going back to the Martinez era but he's, he's talking about the fact that we're going to play a more patient possession based game isn't it rather than just moving it upfield yeah. that, that uh, stands that, that out would you say yes yeah and also what's the foul count from both games because something else I noticed well Fulham committed 13 fouls to Wigan's 6 and Millwall committed 16 fouls to Wigan 7 right, so we've gone from that sort of blood and thunder type football which I mean it wasn't really blood and thunder type football was it but we, you know the, under Mackay it was a little bit bitter that we were getting stuck in to more again the patient side of things hmm. those stats would, would, would uh, burn that out what about the kicking people in the shins element well we'll come to that <laughs> later on Damn, we'll come to that not to pick holes in your theory. Yeah. Um, so, good point at Fulham, Rob. Did you think? Well, good point if you back it up, yeah. and we didn't back it up. So no, it's not a good point. We should have won the game on the balance of chances. By the signs, if we didn't make it to the game, because a Ferrari you can get to London on a Ferrari. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah, the supporters I, find it difficult, don't they, Adam? <coughs> yeah. But yeah, it, as it turns out, it's not been a good point because we lost at Millwall last night. But from what it sounded, I listened to it on the radio, it sounded like it was a lot better performance. Uh, it sounded like we had a couple of chances, played play a lot better than we have recently. Um, but again, that could be Wish FM being biased because yeah. it's not the greatest. Adam with her, weren't you? Yeah, was. It was a very much improved performance. I thought we controlled the whole game throughout the 90 minutes. We got very sloppy in the way we closing them down inside the box. I mean, great second goal, but the, sec the first goal should have been a lot better. Because uh, I know Maguire, instead of heading it out, he heads it back to Ladder on edge of area and he scores. So. Are we talking about Fulham here? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, and um, but we, we kept the ball. I think the players took the new style of play greatly. Um, Fulham didn't know how to cope with it for an away game. The, the dominance was 
not seen we've not seen that all season, and uh, we should have won the game really. I think we Fulham could have easily come away with no goals if we'd have defended properly. But yeah, a couple of a couple of worldies there, Catherine, weren't there? What they scored, Fulham. Sorry, Barry, I couldn't see the match. You didn't. No. Well, there were a couple of worldies. I was just—I was just asking. I was, I was telling you. Oh, was yeah, yeah. A couple of worldies. It's just a lot this season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. You know, we put in yeah. an half decent performance, and we we get stung with yeah. uh, basically two or up shots that uh, rattled in the back of the net. Uh, what did you make of the uh, team selection, though, Paul? Uh, Carl's team selection. I mean, very similar, but it made. Uh, one significant change isn't it between the nets between the sticks rather I don't think you can I don't think there's much of a muchness the two well I, in fact I've said it before the three keepers including Lee Nichols in that to me it makes little difference which, which of those two keepers is is between the sticks because they're both cracking keepers yeah distribution isn't it big thing between mm. them mm. I'd like I'd like to take issue with your claiming that the two Fulham goals were hit and hope. I thought they were very good. Four good goals in the game. Must have been good for a neutral, a relegation scrap. I obviously didn't see the game. I've only seen the highlights. There's yeah. a lot of neutrals at Fulham. There's a lot of neutrals. Yeah, because they have the, uh, yeah, the away end shared with, with the neutral. Yeah, it's fans. a neutral section. Yeah. So, I mean, we're sitting a bit down, though, talking about this, don't we? Um, because we know what's coming next. Uh, in the meantime, obviously, with the news is it, the news stands about Rob Rum, and I'll come back to you, uh, dissing me with my choice of descriptive words for, for the strikes as well. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so, we, got, we get the, the word that uh, Rob Rum's played Rawson when they shouldn't, when they shouldn't have played him. Uh, and, and more than likely going to be dropped three points and everybody's excited aren't they we're stopping up or so we, 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 we thought and uh, so we go to Fulham uh, go to Millwall rather with all this renewed sense of optimism because obviously we'll beat Millwall away won't we because they're awful at that point I thought it had changed for us mm. see the thing was we weren't, we weren't prepared to play a football game rather than a boxing match yeah well, they were. They were oh, we we should have run. been expecting that, though. <clears throat> we know what type, what type of side Millwall were. You knew there was going to be physical. They would have watched their game from Friday. They would have seen us passing it about pretty football. They knew there was going to be an air faces. They was going to kick us at every opportunity. That's what they've done for years. Even with change of manager, that's been the tactics for years. Before we played them in the, in the Cup semi-final, um, mm. She too, didn't he? He said he was going yeah, to kick us exactly. from pillar yeah. to post. But we did a better side then, haven't we? So it was yeah, yeah. They, couldn't, they couldn't get near us, could they, on, no. on that there? No, yeah. the ball moved before too they got quick. close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. But it's a bit different, the players have changed, aren't they? A bit different. Mm. And, uh, but that's where a, a strong official comes in. I, I noticed like Gary Colwell's questioned the strength of the official last night uh, and not controlling the game enough. From that point of view, where he's, he's not saying he's, he's let them get away with too much, but he thinks he should have been a little bit firmer. His, his quote was, "There's only one team out there wanting to play football; the other one wanted to have a fight, you know." And then we've ended up getting sucked into it. Well, they were pushing and shoving, weren't they, and getting away with it? I can't remember what the play, who the players were, but there was a guy in the midfield, two hands in his chest, proper shove. You react. 
you get sent off, as, as we found out later on. But th- th- they should be, that's a bookable offence, shoving players like that, just deliberately shoving mm. like that. Well, that Gregory should, should have walked, because yeah. he got a boot in the first half, and how many times did he kick the ball away? Yeah. You know, and later in the game, every well, free well, kick was, he was booting the ball away. There was a guy near us, wasn't there, that was picking up on that, booting the ball away, booting the ball away. The, the guy who, the pillar who booted the, the boards and went off injured because he'd done it, hurt his foot, he booted the ball away. It's just that the ball bounced back. Can I just ask, was that the, old, the only injury in the whole game, which was a complete fight from beginning to end, but there was only that one injury which was caused by a man tripping over an advertising hoarding. <laughs> he didn't trip over no, it, he kicked, he kicked it. it. Yeah. He kicked it in frustration. The trainer was on a couple of, the physio come on a couple of times. He come on when uh, uh, Martin Wagon got sent off for the, for the defender who, who sort of feigned an injury. And I think he came on for when Jason Pierce got sent off because uh, the guy was feigning an injury then after that clean tackle then, what Pierce made. With bated breath, <laughs> to come in there. I've seen the highlights. I have probably not seen it from the angles that you have been at the feedback last night, but I have watched it probably about five or six times, and every time I see it, he went through the back of him, and it's a red card every time. It doesn't matter that he took the ball. Uh-huh. If you go through the back of somebody and take the man at the same time as he did, in such an aggressive manner, that's a red card. I watched it with my blue tinted glasses on, and there's no way did he go through the back of him. Just because you tackle <laughs> someone from behind doesn't mean it's a red card. It's got to be, well, either it's got to be excessive force, and it? You can't if it's a tackle from behind, it's breaking, reckless challenge. But just because it's from behind doesn't mean it should be red. Right, um, interesting start from both games. Uh, we were caught offside eight times. Uh, um, I think the same guy was caught offside. He, he was caught yeah, offside. Um, <laughs> shocking, really, isn't it? I mean, to be, it's, it, it's shocking. I don't know what to say about that. I pointed out half time against Fulham. He d- must have done it about five times the first half, and it it would be in good position, but he could move forward up the field and get the ball and be offside. And it's there's a number. It's not the only sh- stat that's shocking linked with the chap you're <laughs> talking about, is it? Let's face it. Mm. No. But Rob's got, Rob's got a good start regarding the strikers, haven't you? That was yeah. used this season. Um, with thanks to Luke Royal, it's a tremendous start with the research from him. Eight strikers, no, seven strikers and our books this season. Six goals between them. 93 <laughs> appearances. Yeah, 93 appearances. That's absolutely ridiculous, isn't it? So, mm. that tells, that that's tells you everything down. you need yeah, to that's know. We're going yeah. So what, what do we make of Waggon then? What is he's sending off? Did he come on all fired up and wanted to get stuck in, or is he too fired up, too charged up, too full of energy, or it, has he just been absolutely stupid? Millwall's grandpans work by the signs of it. Yep. They think they've kicked us off the park. We've not dealt with it because we thought the referee's not protected us enough, so we've reacted to the challenges. Sent off. Lack of discipline. Stupidity. Should be found two weeks' wages for me. The season's that. over, isn't it? Yep. Three game ban. Uh, obviously, Pierce, Dan uh, Reckon's red card for the tackle, but um, apparently they were sent off for fighting rather than for the tackle, so I didn't see him, I didn't see him raise an hand at, at all. No, he was on the floor, wasn't he? Yeah, and Ups- came up and just pushed him yeah. over, didn't he? 
Yeah. Pushed him in his face. Did he kick him in the groin? No. What are we talking about now? Pierce? Yeah. Pierce was booted in the groin, was he? Was he? No. It looked like it on the replay. Didn't he hit him in the face? He, yeah, yeah. Hooks in it. Uh, Pierce in the face. Um, referee S- Steve Martin played in a few comedies, hasn't he, in his time, that fella? What was this, an action flick? It was the man with no brain, I thought, last night. <laughs> uh, what about the, the, the uh, McLean trip as well? I mean, I, I saw it. A penalty. I thought it was a penalty. Mm. Um, Do you either give a penalty or are you looking for diving? Yeah, I suppose somebody were there, they, they didn't think it was. So, He'd gone, uh, he gone past the man. But he was sat at the other end of the ground. I mean, obviously, I, I, we watched the beanbag last night, anyway, mm. so we, we, we saw it. Yeah. He, well, that, that said, we got away with the penalty as well, didn't we? Yeah, Bong, Bong definitely mm. dragged the mm. striker back, didn't he? So. Mm. Um, talking of Bong, what about his chance? I mean, first of all, Fortuna's chance, six yards out, ball on his head, keeper, the, all he needs to do is it the target. What did he do? Can't finish mm. his tea, that man. Got a frying <laughs> pan out, that's yeah. what he did. Absolutely shocking, shocking. Starts um, making himself some eggs and bacon. And then uh, Bong, Bong had a, a, a break and he was clear through again, weren't he? Uh, what that, I mean, Fortune's Chancellor was at nil apiece. Then with the McLean trip at nil apiece. And then uh, we, we go the goal down, but Bong gets a chance to pull us back in the game and scared over. And then. Uh, Something else from last night's game, which I, I found a little bit amusing. Last week, uh, we, we released some players, Tim Choi being one of them. Really? Last night, mm. he was on the. He, not only was he on the bench, but he came on. Released. Released. Mm. So does that mean he's no longer released? Oh, have we played a, an eligible player? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what does it matter now, Barry? <laughs> yeah. He's going to set three points off, isn't he? Oh, what three points? <laughs> have we got three points to attack off us? We might have done that. Might finished bottom, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so what, oh. what do we think about the way Carlos sets us up then over these two games on the tactics? Do we think it's an improvement? Are we looking better, or is it better tactic? But slowing the field. The curse all season. I think it's a, it's going to be a slow process. If he's going to try and play football from the back, home games is going to be interesting on that pitch. Can't be playing a passage between your two centre halves and your goalkeeper on that pitch, can you? Because it's going to lead to kamikaze football. Well, yeah, yeah. We it's saw that with Martin. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of his work's going to be done in the summer, isn't it? When we get rid of the players, he's not going to be here next season, and obviously recruit players who are going to be in for next season, and it, all the hard work's going to be done pre-season. But I, I think it's going to be similar style to. Martinez, what he's going to be playing by weeks of it, looking at the possession stats, completed passes from the full and game. How do you think the fans are going to react to that? <laughs> I think he's going to get a mixed bag. If, 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 if it's similar to. I'm a fan of possession in right areas. I think I said it on Twitter the other day. But if you, I don't want to see 300 passes before we get over halfway. Like. See a good incisive passing. That's fine when you're killing the game off. Two. 3 0 up, take the sting out the game, use your keeper, centre half split, you know what I mean, take the sting out the game, but not when it's 0 0. You want to get the ball in the right areas, trouble the opposition. 
Paul's shaking his head. No, you see, I, I, I think when Roberto was here, we would play that nice, slow possession football early doors in a game. And how often did we used to come on really strong in the last 20 minutes? And that's what that's about. Yeah, you, don't, you, you, know, you can either go a couple up early on and then just knock it about to control the game or you can control the game, tire them out and then ping them at the end. And I think that's... Colwell mentioned that in his interview, one of his interviews the other day. It's going to be possession-based football, basically finding gaps when the opposition mm. tire. So I think it's going to be very much the same. Mm. As Eric was under Martin and breathing between the lines. That didn't tell us the well, did it, at the DW? Because we know, because and we had, you know, there's many an argument between it's, supporters. It still splits opinion, no? But it's football, yeah. that's what football does anyway, not oh, yeah, people yeah. like different it's things. More than one way to skin the cat. Of course it is, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm a fan of that style of football, so I, you know, it's something mm. I do like, but I can see it looking in the Premier League, but League One. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, Southampton went down to League One, and they they play that style of yeah, football. They, they come back up. Yeah. Bournemouth, they do now. They do Bournemouth play that teams. style of football to come up to our division and now go, potentially go up. That's a bit different, Bournemouth. Yeah, more quicker. It's a bit quicker, quicker passing, yeah. but it's still a, mm. a possession passing based mm. game. It's not lumping it long. Yeah. Sorry to be boring here, but Paul and Rob have just been talking waxing lyrical about the style of play that they want playing, but both of them had a common denominator and both of them mentioned going a couple of goals up and then playing to that system. Goals being the key. <laughs> goals being the thing that we need to address. Gary Corwell is undoubtedly going to set that team up to play possession-based football. His defence is going to be fabulous. I don't doubt that for a second. But one thing we must learn from this season, I'm sorry to go on about it, but it's a fact. 19 games of 43, we failed to score. 44% of Wigan games, we have failed to score. 11 home games, 52% of home games, we failed to score. Sorry, we need to get somebody who can score goals. Yeah, it's well, all about the recruitment in the summer then, isn't it? It's, it's not just some one person though, is it? We need no, we need goal scorers in the team. We need midfielders who can Creativity. score. We need the strikers who can yeah. score. We need them goals. If we're going to have a push next season, we need we need goals co coming from everywhere. I think James McArthur is a good example of that because he he got a few goals last season. Yeah, Yardy Gomez. Yardy was another one. Nick Powell. Yeah, Powell. Mm. Um, That's the law spread. We had yeah. everybody, everybody chipped in, didn't mm. they? Even the defenders. Yeah. Well, this season, what we got? We got James McLean on six, and and then we're looking at like Pennant on three, who's only he's only been here <laughs> two, two minutes. minutes. Jason Pierce with two. Man of men who buggered off at Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very poor, isn't it? It's terrible. It's, yeah. it's disgrace. Nothing short of a disgrace. No. So he needs to address that. I mean, Rossler tried to address it in the summer, didn't he? he brought people in and made signs which <laughs> they're coming, weren't up to it they'll be coming back this summer <laughs> yes yeah yeah oh that's to look forward to then so the summer is an important time and, and, and the backroom staff and the scouts and all the rest of it really need to to do the job well, and the money that was the interesting thing that barry mentioned that the fellow who was at the center of the recruitment strategy a few years ago come back mm. hopefully that'll mm. start to reflect 
Yeah. But, but the thing is, we've got Delors under contract for another three seasons after, after this, isn't it? Uh, and we've paid three million for him. We're not going to give him. Mm. And who's going to pay? Who, who are we going to get? Money? Who's going to give us a million for him? Never mind three million. Well, he'll just struggle and get ten bob for him now. I'm a million. It's just going to be another Baselli, isn't he? Keep bringing him back, giving yeah. him another go, and hopefully. You can get loan fees for him. If you can't afford a division uh, League One, then what's the point of being here? But they're not going to let him go off for nothing, are they? They're not going to give him away because he still would have to pay his contract up. And that, and he's whatever he's, and he's probably on 15 grand a week. Playing, playing, Barry. With no attack. It's a, a question. Well, I'm playing. Here's yeah. a question. When he was playing, did he look that bad? Yeah. Or yeah. was he in a he bad was, side and got no support? I'll tell you what, he looks as bad as Dicko. And Dicko looked bad when he was with us, didn't he? he really? Was, he looked shocking. He looked. I can't think who it was over there hitting the head. He looked like an amateur. He did. Um, it was terrible. It's be interesting if it's Avery or there's anything, because he's still going to be it. it. But then again, we'll probably ship him mate, back on loan somewhere. Yeah, so well, we can't get a fee for him. Yeah, he's uh, he's playing in La Liga, isn't he? So he's not so a couple of goals in, hasn't he? In La Liga, so maybe some Spanish club take him for, the, for a full season. If they're playing in La Liga, surely we'd want them in our side. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they won't. They won't want to come back. Maybe. Yeah, how can you be good enough for La Liga, but? Not good enough for yeah. League One. I don't know, Dan. I don't know. Right. We'll all see in summer, won't we? What's going to happen there? It'll be very, very interesting on that. Very interesting. Right, we've got uh, Brighton on Saturday. Looking for an old win. Uh, we've played Brighton 13 times altogether. Uh, we've won five of those. We've lost seven. And we've only drawn once. This what? season we lost out of their place. When we've played them 14 times, we've lost eight. Yeah. Uh, they've just suffered a, a, a guy had a bad injury, and the guy they got on loan from Liverpool, Tex. Texera. Yeah, he's broke his leg. He got a boot for it, actually. I don't know if anybody saw it. He broke his leg and got a boot. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> These referees are ace in this game. <laughs> yeah, <league. laughs> yeah. They're going to be even, be- oh, even better next season. <laughs> Well, half of these seem to be League One. I mean, talking about the ref, we're, on Saturday we've got Keith Hill, who, Rochdale manager, who's, who's apart from managing Rochdale, has been running the line for <laughs> over, uh, running uh, blowing the whistle for fifteen years. Um, we've not had him this season. We had him last season for two games, and one of, one of them was against Millwall at home when we lost. So I don't know if you can cast your mind back to that one. But he's had yeah. 32 games this season, 114 yellows he's issued and four reds. Um, they're all much of a much, aren't they, in this, this league? He, he, he doesn't seem to get many championship games, mainly League One and League Two. And he's been around a long, long time, this fella. So uh, I don't think it has to go with testimony for him at all. Uh, how about Ryan Lukin? No. Anybody know? Yeah, better than us. Slightly better than us. Yeah. That's all you need to worry about. Under the new boss. Similar season to us. It's not as bad. Chris Under Chris Hooten, yeah. He was, uh, some of our supporters was after him coming in for us, weren't they? Brilliant, if you want to be bored today. Yeah. Mm. I thought he did well at Newcastle. Yeah, he did, but anyone would have done well with that squad, then. Yeah, it's a Premier League squad, wasn't it? Well, it's a real Premier League squad. 
they're not standout players, though, have they? They're not. Uh, they're all, you know. Yeah. Still better than us. There's just a certain realisation around the table this week that, you know, I mean, you see, you know. The gallows. We, we stood on the gallows and we're waiting for the fella to come along and crank the handle. Yeah. Pretty much. You know. I'll tell you what will be interesting on Saturday is, um, with what you're saying, uh, Paul, I think most of us would agree now that we've gone. We're, we're, we're relegated. What team will Colwell pick? With that in mind, on what team mm. do you think he should pick? Because there's two different things there, isn't there? I think he should give some of the youth guys a run out, people like Tim Chow, Billy Mackay. These are the guys who are going to be doing the job for his next season, you would think. So give him a head start. I agree with that, but I think Gary Colwell, being the character that he is, will still believe somehow that he can still get out of it. And with that in mind, probably pick a, he'll probably pick as many senior pros See, as there's, he can. There's, there's, two, there's two schools of thought in that. The, the obvious thing is give the guys a run out. Pick some young lads. You know, give Chow a full debut. Pick one or two of the others, maybe. But why on earth should seasoned pros that we've paid good money to get to finish bloody three weeks early, two weeks early, and just sit on the bench and do now. It just, it absolutely stinks. So you're saying they should yeah, get punished you, by playing? But somehow you should, but, but no, but no, because that's not what you want. You want the young lads to have a run out. Yeah. But it's not, it's not right, is it? Well, we've got Leon Clark, haven't we? Uh, no, I, I don't know if he's gone right. back yeah. to Wolves. Has he definitely gone? I'm sure I read somewhere. Well, Gary Corwell sort of said it, it can go if he wants, but the thing is with that is we've paid the loan fee up until the end of the season, and he won't be able to play for Wolves if, if he goes back. So it leaves him in a, in a bit of limbo, isn't it? So, so what do we do with him? We'll give him an extra four I mean, nights off. That's what we're doing. Yeah, send him back. Yeah, but 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 well, that's that stinks. Bloody riddance, Clark. Yeah, get well, it, Ben. It absolutely stinks. But it's, <laughs> it's the best thing. It's the best thing to do. It's the best thing to do. So what would you do then? I mean, looking at the defence, obviously Pierce is, is more than likely going to be ice. I don't think they'll rescind it, even though we, you know, they'll back the referee or one. And, and Colwell might dust his boots off. He's retired. He's announced his official retirement. Oh, was it? Yeah. So is it a case of slipping boys at the side of Maguire? Barnet. Bringing Barnet. Yeah. Right. Would you not put Putch at right back? Yeah, I would. I'm just for the proper midfield. I'm saying what I think will happen. Right, go on. Go on. I, I just think he'll put Barney in and he'll kill us keep the same midfield. And so it's like for like, yeah. yeah. I would, um, I'd, I'd bring the new lads in. I mean, the, 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 sticking with what we've done so far has produced, well, it's produced relegation, hasn't it? That's what it's produced. Um, bring the new lads in. Let's build for next season. Let's have a look at them. Let's give them some experience. Let's give it a go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't make three changes and three young lads come in, something's not right. I mean, Colwell out. What? <laughs> no, I, I no, because I mean, you can't say that when I, I mean I've seen it, but you, you can't say that when he's only had two games, can you? I mean, come on, loads full of clowns. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Gareth, on Saturday, I think it's going to be interesting, the team selection, and what 
worth saying. I mean, I agree. I think I'd like to see a couple, at least two of the young, young lads given a start. Whether they do or not is a totally different thing. Isn't it? I mean, the thing with being manager of Wigan Athletic, you're a professional, you've got a professional job. Do you look at the year and now, or is, is part of that being a professional manager looking towards next season? I mean, there's arguments for both cases, isn't there, where you've got to try and get that own win for the fans, because we all want it, or do you, and, it, and it's this season as well, and it's the points tally, and we're still in with a shout, even though it's very, very remote. Or do you think, right, we've reached that threshold, let's have a look for next season, let's see how, how the how they shape up in, a, in the first team environment no, I think we'll, I think he'll wait till after Saturday when it is confirmed no, relegation is confirmed and then he'll play like Sachay Mackay whoever but until then I think you'll see a similar I, team I, to what we got last night we're too close to the trap door I could understand that mentality last night because there was a decent chance of us getting away but They've had the chance. Give it some. Give somebody else a go. Give some. Yeah. You know, if they pull off a home win on Saturday, great. You, you you benefit on all levels. If they don't, you've gained experience. You what would you done last night though differently against Fulham? Against sorry, against Mill. Having that team gone out against Fulham and almost beaten them, should have beaten them. Mm. Is it not right then that you go with that team again and give them mm. a chance like we did last night? You yeah, know, no. the starting lineup. Was probably right, wasn't yeah. it? But yeah. there was life in the situation at the start last yeah. night. Yeah. There's no life in the situation now. You know, which with a ninety three year old geriatric that's smoked sixty a day for all the life and riddled with lung cancer at the moment, aren't we? You know, there's there's, there's no hope. We, you know, I remember you once saying, if we get out of this you'd Go dancing up the road with your backside hanging out. No, that was about Alcaraz, wasn't it? If he but played for us again. If we get out of this, I'll be dancing up that street with my ass hanging out. <laughs> can we hope we are, we are going, we are going <laughs> nowhere. It's on the recording, you can't go back nowhere. on it. We're going nowhere. Come on, Wigan, come on. We're on the road to nowhere. No, because I don't put that on it. <laughs> you said it all. You said no, 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 I didn't say that. You said we're on the road. Did he say we're on the road? He definitely said we're on the road. When Colwell was released as man, announced as manager, the interviews and the YouTube footage. Well, the impression that I got listening to Sharp and Colwell was that anything was a bonus this season, really. Mm. But they were really looking towards next mm. season. Well, we sat here now, let's face it, we're down there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's not mathematically guaranteed, but it's as near as. So let's build for next season. Yeah. Starting yeah. Saturday. Yeah, when lads are Start Saturday. I tell you what, if we if we don't get an home win, at least you can see we're starting to build. If we do get an home win, that'll give us a right good life, a right good lift, just in time for season tickets to go on sale for next year. Because yeah, yeah. with Mackay in charge, Half the ground was emptying out. At least if you put some Wigan lads in, you know, throw Flores in. And if we get something, great, we get something to... We really get a feeling that we're starting to build again. Brilliant. We've got Brilliant. nothing to lose. Right, before we finish, uh, I just want to ask, have you all got your £130 tickets for <laughs> dinner with Dave? It, apparently, it's an evening that no Wigan Athletic fan can afford to miss. The words, not mine. So what's happening though, Barry? Well, well I, what's happening though? Well, Big Dave's coming along and you're going to get fish, chips and peas. I have, I have 
I've sussed it. Yeah. I've got a picture out of the paper, stuck it on a balloon, put Dave in the dining room, went to Chippy, Fiverr. I had dinner with Dave. <laughs> and I didn't even have to listen to him talking about his broken leg. <laughs> are you saying are you saying that Dave Whelan's full of hot air? No. It was cold. Mm. Cold well. So so nobody's going to this dinner then? No. Washing me off. Washing you. Not gonna spare under them I'm in Blackpool. Adam looks like he's got a ticket though. Have you got a ticket? No you've no. not. No. no. Right, good. I think they might struggle to sell them, Barry. No, I think they're going, they've sold 21 tables, I believe. Catherine, have you gone on the tables? No. Are you going? No. Are you remembering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's where I did when I heard it was under 150. 130 quid. Apparently, Mertes is going. Is it? Yeah. I wonder if he'll be paying 130 quid or we'll be on a free one. Prepare for my argument. They'll be paying in to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, on that note, Viva España. Uh, we've only got three, three podcasts left now until the end of the season, until we finish, till we wrap up for summer. We're going on our summer holidays, I broke mine, going up to sunny Scotland. It's a good night from me. Good night. Cheery good night from us. Well, they're building a gallows outside my cell, and I've got 25 minutes to go. And the whole town's waiting just to hear me yell I got 24 minutes to go Well, they gave me some beans for my last meal With 23 minutes to go But nobody asked me how I feel I got 22 minutes to go well, I sent for the governor and the whole darn bunch With 21 minutes to go And I called up the mayor, but he's out to lunch I got 20 more minutes to go Then the sheriff said, boy, I'm gonna watch you die With 19 minutes to go So I laughed in his face and I spit in his eye with 18 minutes to go Now here comes a preacher for to save my soul With 13 minutes to go And he's talking about burning but I'm so cold 12 more minutes to go Well they're testing the trap and it chills my spine 11 more minutes to go and the trap and the rope, all oh, they work just fine. <laughs> Ten more minutes to go. Well, I'm waiting for the pardon that'll set me free. With nine more minutes to go. But this ain't the movie, so forget about me. Eight more minutes to go. With my feet on the trap and my head in the noose. Five more minutes to go Won't somebody come and cut me loose Seven more minutes to go I can see the mountains, I can see the sky With three more minutes to go And it's too darn pretty for a man to want to die With two more minutes to go I 
can see the buzzards, I can hear the crows. One more minute to go. 